0: from Adam Schefter. Jackson Durham, five-yard fantasy host, has been traded to the Shanghai Sharks for a compensatory can of pizza-flavored Pringles, a bottle of lime cucumber Gatorade, and a 2024 third-round dynasty draft pick. What do you think about this trade,
1: Aish? You know, I think it's pretty fair, but it might be a reach, you know. I, they probably didn't need to throw in those Pringles, uh, but I see why they threw it in because it's going to fuel us through this entire episode. He is someone to watch Right here, right now, and that is interesting. Oh my goodness, (laughs) oh my goodness, let's hear it! I'm excited to hear that. Let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome back to the Five Yard Fantasy Podcast. Uh, I'm Ayush Kasaju. Jackson is currently AFK, so I'll be taking over as the guest host for y'all this week. and I'm here with Ethan, as y'all remember. Hey guys, what's up? Yeah, if you don't remember, <laughs> I, was, I was in the first couple of episodes, I guess, uh, a long, long time ago. And Ethan, I think you were in an episode last week?
0: It was uh, last, sometime last week,
1: I don't remember. I yeah. time. but if you don't remember us, that means you haven't been watching the past episodes, to so watch them, or listen to them, wherever you get your podcasts. But yeah, yeah so... It's been a been a fun week of football or fun like half season of football. It's crazy. It's already week eight. Lots of trades. Yep, already lots of trades. James Robinson to the Jets. That might be the only offensive one actually. Uh, but we got Robert Quinn to the Eagles. That's gonna be super helpful for the Eagles. Already at six and zero, and looks like they're getting you, even better. So yeah,
0: I think you forgot a very very vital important trade. Uh, Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. Oh my
1: goodness. I completely forgot. Christian one, McCaffrey like, to the forty nineers in case anyone had missed that. That one shook like the whole whole world. Yeah. <laughs> <I guess> I'm already <laughs> used to him as a 49er. It's just he fits in that red and gold. I guess it's because I'm used I'm used to him being in those Stanford colors, but he yeah, fits he, in those unis.
0: He was looking well last week.
1: Yeah. He I think he was on he was on a limited snap count for sure, but he, he only played twenty eight percent of snaps. But, yeah, he still played pretty well, put up 8.2 fantasy points. It's probably going to be pretty great, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I, I love Christian McCaffrey, and cannot wait to see how he plays fully in the 49ers offense. I want to see him out wide. I want to see him over in the slot. He can be anywhere, and I would love to see him.
1: Yeah, it's going to be – I remember at Stanford, he was like – he had like a touchdown, like everything. He was like passing, rushing, receiving special teams and whatever. And we needed a, the Packers needed a running back, and I really wanted to draft him. We only had like we had like the like twenty something pick, and I was I really thought we were gonna Christian McCaffrey, but he went like eighth to the Panthers. But yeah,
0: yeah, I wanted him on the Chiefs, but we were stuck with Kareem Hunt at the time. So yeah, so we had threw us off.
1: yeah we had out of his prime Eddie Lacy at that point. Maybe he was gone. But, it might have been Ty Montgomery, but yeah, those weren't fun. Anyway, still a rough position yeah but yeah uh, all right, all right
0: let's start with these starts and sits.
1: yeah let's get right into it we got a couple quarterbacks to start with what do you think about some of these guys
0: my first start would probably be daniel jones versus seattle he's playing very well considering that's daniel jones and Yeah, he's facing Seattle, who's got a very very young defense. I'm pretty sure that him and Matt Everflus are going to be able to pull them together and take apart Seattle.
1: Yeah, Brian Dable. Brian Dable's the head coach. But oh shit. Yeah, you know you're good. But yeah, I mean he put up twenty eight, I think, almost twenty nine on the on the Jags last season or not last season last week. Um, his he's kind of. Gotten a, a good feel of this offense. Um, Saquon's obviously doing great, but he's he's been getting... I think his passing attempts are increasing from week to week. He's getting good chemistry with um, his guys. Guys like um, Darius Slayton, Wondell Robinson. Um, y'all were hating on, on Daniel Bellinger last, last time y'all were doing these. you were hating on my stonks. And I, he didn't do good. I don't think he did good because he got poked in the eye. But he would have popped off last week. I'm telling y'all. So keep keep your eye out on Daniel Bellinger. Um, I'm telling you, he's gonna be something special.
0: I mean, he probably could have, but he didn't, and we guessed it right.
1: <laughs> man, y'all, y'all, y'all praying on his downfall, man. <laughs> he doesn't deserve this. He's on the up uh, and it's, coming. It's fine. He just last week wasn't
0: his week. Yeah, he'll he he'll be back. It. He's
1: gonna come back stronger than ever. I'm telling y'all. But yeah, um, but yeah, even though they don't have super strong receivers in, in New York, I think the secondary that Seattle has is kind of spotty. I mean, they have Tariq Woolen. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know who else is there, it makes me look kind of stupid. But Tariq Woolen has been looking really good, but he's still a rookie, he's going to make mistakes. Um, Got I think that I think Wollin. Dable can put together a good uh, game plan to kind of kind of pick apart this defense that has been playing pretty well the last couple of weeks. Yeah,
0: Treylon, uh, Quandre Diggs, it's about all the name of yeah. players that I can think of for I Seattle. Think so. is playing? I don't even I don't even know. I haven't even it's just their defense I just look at it as Seattle. It's just Seattle, I can't yeah. I
1: not think of a player. I feel I felt like he got hurt. I guess he didn't. So he's just kind of quiet this season but He's a, I think he he's, missed the start of the season. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, um, so so what do you think about the sits for this week?
0: Um well for one thing, as much hype as he's getting, I think the Sam Ellinger is probably gonna be sitting on a bench for at least a week. Because for one thing, it's his first game. He's playing the commanders who are coming off the complete blowout against the Packers. Sorry, I'm not meaning to diss <laughs> on
1: your team. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? They're, yeah, yeah. They're on fire. Yeah. Um, I think Taylor Heineke kind of gives the commanders just a different different energy, and that can really help him out this next game. They're playing a rookie quarterback. Not rookie, but first-time starter quarterback. Um, I mean, Ellinger, he was pretty solid at Texas. He wasn't anything special. Kind of played within the system, did his thing. Um, and that's what he'll have to do. I, th- I don't think you'll have an absolutely terrible game, but it's not worthy of starting. It's the first-time first, first time guy in the NFL, basically, um, against a pretty decent defense. The Matt Ryan had been getting sacked a lot, and this defensive front is really good. So it, it, it just kind of spells trouble for a first game, I feel like.
0: Yeah, that and he's facing a defense that, despite – not putting up very much. Has a lot of big games or big names. Like they got Kendall Fuller. Uh, basically, their whole D line is a bunch of big names.
1: Yep, yeah, exactly. Their there's their, their secondary has been actually stepping up a little bit too. They got um, Benjamin St. Juice had a had a pretty good game last week against the Packers, and I think they have somewhat uh, the Colts and the Packers have somewhat similar receiving cores and types in terms of like types of receivers. Um so I feel like they could do a pretty decent job of covering it. So it might be handed off to uh Jonathan Taylor week for the Colts.
0: Yeah, which is just enough for Sam Ellinger to do his job. Yep. Sadly it's not enough for fantasy.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: What do you think about the running backs?
1: Uh yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about Tony Pollard this week. Um playing the Bears, they're pretty they played well against the Patriots last week, but they overall they're a pretty weak defense. They allowed Ramondre Stevenson to pop off big time. Um, I know Jackson loves Ramondre Stevenson. It was probably fangirling over that that week. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Pollard's been playing really well. Um, on tape, both both running backs look good, but Zeke has been a little a little less efficient. Um. Pollard's been playing really well, just running through tackles and that kind of stuff. He has the receiving threat that Zeke doesn't have. Uh, Zeke also has an injury. I don't think I mentioned that, but he has a knee injury this uh, that he picked up this past week. So they might uh, rely a little heavily on Pollard for this week against a pretty weak defense.
0: Yeah, Pollard is the type of guy that gets through the holes. He's not the guy that makes the holes, and for some reason the Bears have a ton of holes, especially losing. uh... Robert Quinn.
1: Robert Quinn. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Robert Quinn. So yeah, if they're losing Robert Quinn, they're gonna be in a lot of trouble with the run-heavy offense in the Cowboys.
1: Yep. They're and they're probably gonna ease or continue to ease Zeke back or not Zeke Dak back in a little bit uh, as he recovers from that thumb. And so I think it just be it's a, it's just a it's just looks like a twenty piece from Pollard this week.
0: Yeah, Pollard is just gonna feast.
1: Yeah. Um, Who do you think we're gonna sit? Uh, Leonard Fournette is probably the big sit playing tomorrow again, or well, probably be today for y'all listening against the Ravens on Thursday night. Um, the the Bucks just haven't been clicking on offense. Um, mm-hmm. Brady hasn't received, receivers. Haven't uh, Lenny hasn't um. Mm-hmm. Ravens have been stuffing the run pretty well as well, uh, and if that off if that Baltimore offense can get going real quick, the Buccaneers might be playing behind and have to be playing catch up using the pass. So it might just spell trouble for Lenny.
0: Yeah, the Ravens are a very boom bust offense. Like they either get really far ahead and then stall out, or they just start to build up really slowly. So it really makes the it hard for a running back to fit, go up against them because it's always a passing game in the defense.
1: Yeah. It's going to be tough for him this week. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about the wide receivers this week?
0: wide receivers? It's, there's been a lot of injuries, a lot of trades. It's just a lot to take in, but I think that we should start Marquise Goodwin against the New York Giants. Um, It's always... He always gets at least one good game each year, and he's got it all handed to him. Like DK Metcalf's questionable, Lockett was limited in practice today. Well, yesterday for the listener, so it's a very boomer bust situation, and it's got a very high upside.
1: Yeah, I could totally see that happening. I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like it's a more bust situation, but especially with the. With the holes and at receiver, it just I think there's a good chance. But looking looking at how he's played in the past, it's always been 2022. He had he just had his 20 piece. Uh 2021, he had a 20 piece. Just that single one. 2019, he had a 20 piece. And it's just like he has one specific game that he pops off. And I don't I don't know if he's gonna do it again. Uh he had he has kind of the table set for him in terms of uh getting all the targets that he wants. Uh The secondary of the Giants is – they've actually been stepping up, actually. So it it might be a tougher uh secondary to face, but he can take the top off any defense. And so he might get those big yard plays, some deep touchdowns, and immediately have, like, 12 points after one play. So it's a big boom bust for me as well.
0: Yeah, it seems like Goodwin is either going to go off or we're going to see a lot of Kenneth Walker. Either way, I'm going to love watching this game. I just –
1: It's, it's gonna be one of the secret ones. it's kind of crazy. Like I think the <clears throat> I think the Giants are the underdog in this game cause, like for Vegas because because the Giants are six and one. Seahawks are four and three, but still somehow the Giants are the underdog, which is pretty interesting. But I think the Giants can really pull this off, kind of straying away from fantasy, but it's it's looking good for them, I feel like, yeah
0: which kind of goes against who our sit is for this week, which is <laughs> Wandale Robinson against Seattle, of course. Um, I think that he could be a stack for with Danny Dimes if you really feel like testing your luck. But, yeah, he's
1: not yeah, really... I don't, I'm not sure because it's, it's really going to come down to the game plan, I think. I think Wondell Robinson is also a big boom bust. Uh, he's kind of... I think this is only gonna be like his third game playing this season. Um, and he's been playing well in both of them, but like there's Darius Slayton, obviously the the amount of touches Saquon's gonna to get. Um, Daniel Jones' rushing ability, it just comes down to how much can it, how much chemistry he has with Daniel Jones. Um yeah. how many how many looks he's gonna get his way. Wando Robinson was my ston- one of my stonks this week. Um and I think he can be very big down the line, um, but it's it's a little boom bust from now. But I feel like as the season progresses, he's gonna be he's gonna become one of a one of the top targets for waiver wire and that type of stuff come playoff time.
0: Yeah, I wish there was like an in between, like a kneeling or something like that, because as much as I would love to start him, he's got such a
1: floor below him. Yeah, well, it seems We're like just... his
0: ceiling is his floor.
1: Yeah, we just haven't seen enough of him to kind of get a good feel of what he's going to do, but we're hoping good things. But until until we see, like, three-game consistency, it might be a little bit safer to keep him on that bench.
0: Yeah, and he might end up being like Amon Ross St. Brown was last year. He's exactly.
1: Well, oh, that's a really good comparison. I like that. Hopefully he is. I, I don't know. But yeah. Um, moving on to tight ends. Uh I think my biggest start for the week is going to be Mike Gesicki. He's been kind of he's been a huge disappointment. I feel like got the franchise tag, making good money, playing on a contract year and he just hasn't been been a big part of the offense. Um <clears throat> but the Lions are playing not so great especially defensively. Gesicki is kind of, I feel like he's kind of on his way up. I feel like a lot of defenses are going to be really focused on Waddle and Hill kind of going over the top. And that's going to allow that first level kind of that in between the line of scrimmage and 10 yards to be pretty open, allowing Gesicki to kind of roam free in that. Uh, His snap counts have been higher because it went, he was at like, he's been around the 70s, 60s, but it went down to like the 40s between like week three, week four. And they're really leaning on Smythe for some reason. I really don't know, but it's kind of been go- going back up into the 60s range for him again. So we might see him coming back pretty soon. And I feel like this is a really great week for him to kind of, blow up.
0: Yeah, Gusecki like, is... He always finds in a bit, the ability to like show up when you start to forget him. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like everybody's starting to forget him again.
1: It's gonna, so I feel yeah. like... And to a 2-2 already always kind of liked him. I, th- I think the only downside to starting him is obviously the guys he has around him and Tyreek Hill and Waddle, but it might just be a huge blowout and everyone has a great day, but I feel like Gisiki might be that sleeper that can be that touchdown getter from him this week
0: yeah and one thing I have noticed is that the Lions have very very bad clock management so it might end up being one of those last drive things where Hill and Waddle are being doubled and he's just wide open right in front of Tua yeah that exactly might, it might look like he's not going to get any points but then in the last quarter he just jumps up by 10 because he led the whole drive
1: mm-hmm. I can totally see that happening
0: uh, for sitting we got dawson knox versus the packers um dawson knox he's hasn't been playing like he was last year like it looked like he was going to be josh allen's version of travis kelsey but then he just it hasn't been able to get open all year uh, he's got limited touchdowns and when he's going up against the packers who have a great linebacker before it's not really going to be looking that well right
1: yeah yeah i agree um I think the only chance he has of having that good week is going to be if he gets a touchdown because um, he's not really getting those yard, those receptions anymore because of Diggs, Gabe Davis. I don't, I don't know if Isaiah McKenzie's playing this week, but if he plays, he'll probably get some targets as well. Um, and then I feel like the Packers defense is kind of getting getting gelled together. Um, the offense is a different story, but I won't get into that. But the, they're kind of figuring out how they want to cover because the first few weeks, uh, like just they allowed Justin Jefferson to pop off because they didn't really know how how they wanted to play their corners and their linebackers and coverage. But now that they kind of figure that out, now that they kind of know Devontae Campbell is probably the better coverage linebacker, uh, they'll probably put him on Dawson Knox a lot and play him in that zone that Knox probably uh primarily plays in. Uh, um, Knox might be covered up a, a lot for the game, and Josh Allen loves Stephon Diggs anyway. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's looking like unless Dox and Knox is able to like, notice when Campbell is going down to get Josh Allen whenever he runs out of the pocket, it's not going to be getting any better.
1: Yeah. The, they're going to be looking to take the top off the Packers defense, so they're not going to be looking for that safety blanket check down very much. It's going to be a lot of go routes, a lot of Deep fades, a lot of post corner type stuff. There's gonna be a lot of stuff down the field. There's lots of keeping them on their toes. Yep. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a good week of football. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we forgot to go over in terms of players that can really stand out, really gonna fall apart. Um is there anything that you or anybody else that you wanted to point out?
0: So, yeah, Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce, basically any of the rookie running backs are all going to be going off, except for, of course, Brees Hall. But,
1: you know. <laughs> he he it, was going to be something, man. He's, he's going to come back strong next year, but it's unfortunate.
0: With him, yeah, with him being out, I'd start Michael Carter. Don't yeah. start James Robinson.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think Sala was talking at press conferences today saying they're going to ease him in. Um, and they have a pretty good idea of how they want to play them. There's um in terms of how they complement each other, both Robinson and Carter. So this week will probably be a lot of Carter, but it'll probably be uh Robinson coming kind of up and making it fifty-fifty by the end of the season with the two of them.
0: Yeah, I feel like it'll be like last week with the Forty ers where Jeff Wilson led the team, but Christian sure McCaffrey got some. Sparks to show what they're going to be doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think we can see a lot of that. Um, who, who do the Jets play? The
0: who Jets play? play...
1: Jets play the Patriots. That's who they play. So yeah, that'll yeah, be an interesting Patriots. matchup as well to kind of see if the Patriots can bounce back. Oh, that's actually an interesting topic that we can get into real quick. Is that They have not named their starting quarterback for Week 8. Um,
0: uh, I think they said that Mac Jones was starting.
1: Oh, they did? I must have missed yeah. that. <laughs> So yeah. there, was like really weird in press con- I mean, he's always always weird in press conferences, but he was like really weird about the media asking questions about, oh, if this happened, um, if this happened or whatever, was Zappy going to get this many snaps? Was Mac supposed to sit? And he was like, All right, hypothetical question. Next question. Blah, 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 blah. You know." So yeah,
0: he was dodging a lot of questions. Yeah, it looked like. It was, I think it was Madden 21 in the face of the franchise where you're in a quarterback battle with your friend.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: It looks like that situation <laughs> yeah. with Zappy and
1: Jones. Yeah. yeah. the face of the franchise. That's They got to make those stories better, honestly. I think 21 <laughs> was okay. This season, 23, I got that game for free with a code. But the, the game's not... I mean, I have a PS4. I don't have next-gen because I don't have money. But um, <laughs> the... It's it's kinda it's kinda mid, but that's Madden yeah. for you.
0: Yeah, it's looking like it should be a pretty good week for fantasy. There's yeah. a lot of unpredictable players, but there's a lot of lock ins that we should be able to see pop off.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good week. There's good matchups all over the place. There's a London game. Thursday night is gonna be great between Brady and Lamar. It's gonna be a good matchup to watch. It's just going to be a fun week for the mid-season point. But, yeah, we're we're, we're probably going to sign off from here now. Um, You'll probably get Jackson back next week on Tuesday. But for now, we're going to sign off, say happy Halloween, and, yeah, peace out. He is someone to watch. I'm right here right now. And that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, what's pick? That's oh my pick. goodness. Let's hear it. I'm excited to hear this. I'm excited. Now let's go ahead and get into it.